Blog Talk Radio. Ashe, ashe, my life is a good life. Ashe, ashe, my life is Agape International Choir welcoming you this morning with Arne Batson. That was our choir dancing. She's standing on solid ground. And Welcome, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Warrior Woman Radio. I am your host, Khadija Ali. You can find us here each and every Monday and Thursday evening, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Of course, follow us on our Facebook page. There you will find all of our past episodes. Of course, they're archived on um, blogtalkradio.com, but I also like to share them on the Facebook page so that they're easily accessible. If there's something that you missed and you wanted to listen to it, you can always go to the Facebook page um, and access it. And a lot of times our guests leave free gifts for you, the listener. So pay attention and go to the page, follow it, support it, like it, and um, you'll find some good stuff there. And if you're listening online and you have questions about tonight's show, which I am, you guys, you don't even know how excited I am about tonight's show. This is this is a good topic. And, um, you know, if you have questions, you, of course, can leave them over on the Facebook page as well. Maybe you're listening online and you can't call in. 
So leave your comments uh, or and or questions on the Facebook page. It is Warrior Woman Radio with host Khadija Ali. That's the name of the page. And um, I'll be checking the page periodically throughout uh, the next hour of our show. So you can do that or you can call in 657-383-1581. And tonight's guest, y'all, I am... I'm I'm literally sitting here about to jump out of my seat. I'm so excited to have her on. Tonight's guest is sex and love enthusiast Zakia Lana. And join us tonight, join in the conversation. Tonight we're going to be talking about women's sexuality and sexual health. I'm excited to have her here. I call her affectionately Z. She's affectionately known as Z. And tonight we're going to discuss the importance of a woman being in touch with her sexuality and her sensuality. And we always have this conversation via behind the scenes. We have it a lot. It's one of my favorite topics. <laughs> it's her favorite topic and her title, the sex enthusiast um, and so I thought you know what tonight let's have the conversation on air I think we need to have more conversations like this uh, I don't hear it enough um, fortunately Z also does a show also here on Boss Talk Radio called Let's Talk Love Sex and Nutrition with her co-host Bonnie and they do the show each and every Friday evening 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, um, and they're on Blog Talk Radio under family, the Family Healing Circle, Family Healing Circle. That's how you can find uh, her radio show, and I am excited for her to be here, and I'm going to bring her in. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show, Sex and Love Enthusiast, Zakia Lana. Are you there? <laughs> yes, my dear, I am here. Thank you so much for that awesome introduction. Oh yes, yes. You know, I'm. Oh my, I am excited. I am so excited. I have been wanting to do this for some time now because a lot of the shows that I do, I do about coaching and you know the different aspects of coaching and coaching women. Um, in the different areas of our life, of their lives. And I just thought, like, gosh, you know what? We've covered so much of the mental and the and the emotional um, areas of life when it comes to women. Let's start t- tackling some more physical uh, things. I had a woman on last week talking about, she's a, a, a coach, a holistic coach, a health, talking about physical health and how, you know, the importance of what you eat and what you put in your body. And so I'm excited about our conversation tonight because sexual health is so important. Would you not agree with that, Lee? Oh, my gosh. Uh, first of all, Khadija, thank you so much for opening up the dialogue here on Warrior Woman Radio because it is a conversation that I truly believe that we need to have more of. You know, you you were saying earlier how, you know, we kind of do it behind the scenes. We get on the phone with one another. We'll have our chit-chats. But I don't think it's talked about enough publicly. And we'll talk a little bit more later about, you know, why. Uh, We have our own opinion about why that happens. Yes, we do. (laughs) I agree that um, sexual health is vital to our mm-hmm. complete and total health and well-being. I mean, we truly are sexual beings. I mean, you know, I say to people all the time, I don't know any other way we got here. Right. It was it was a sexual experience, you know, for the most part. I know, you know, nowadays they're doing babies in tubes, but, you know, uh, the creator made um, our genitals to come together and our reproductive system to do its mighty work and therefore thus produces a life. And mm-hmm. so yeah, sexuality is absolutely vital to our total health and well-being. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, let me just put the disclaimer out there that this is not a show for those who are uncomfortable 
talking about sex. It is a show for those who are curious and are ready to unleash and tap into their sexual power. Um, And I just wanted to put that disclaimer out there because a lot of times people go back and they listen to the archives. So if you're not ready for this conversation, my dear heart, don't listen to this particular show. (laughs) But if you are ready for it, by all means, dive in because we are going to dive in as much as we can within this next 45 minutes or so and just talk about the importance of being in touch with your sexuality. I, I, I have so many conversations with friends who are not in touch with their sexuality. And, you know, I hear so often like ill and yuck and, and oh, I'm tired and I, I don't, you know, he better not touch me. And it just sounds crazy to me. It just sounds crazy to me. And one of the reasons why it sounds crazy to me is because before my husband died, you know, I was married for 16 years, and we always had a very healthy sexual uh, sex, sex life. We always, like, there there was no time where, like, I, I, I don't remember a time in our marriage where I could say, you know what, we haven't had sex in six weeks, so we haven't had sex in in six months, like that was foreign in my world. I just, and I think I've always been, uh, I've always had a high sex drive. And so um, he passed away and, you know, you go from feast to famine. And so, you know, for me to hear people talk in that way, it's like, I I just can't relate. And I don't know what it is. I, I, I guess I just, I've always been tapped into my sexuality. It's it's a part of who I am, just like everything else is a part. So how do you think that that's do you think that that's in, important for women to to get and to, to know and to understand that it's a part of who you are too? It it is a part of who we are, and and in being in touch with that being. Being connected to that, you know, absolutely recognizing that's a valuable part of our existence here on the planet. You know, we describe ourselves, Khadija, as spiritual beings. We yeah. describe ourselves as human beings. But we mm-hmm. forget to describe ourselves as sexual beings. Sexuality is a part of who we are. I mean, you know, we're defined by our sexuality, you know, by our sex. You know, female is a sex identity. Male is a sex identity. You know, we are defined, you know, whether you're heterosexual, bisexual, or, you know, transsexual, whatever it is. So it's it's all a part of this experience on planet Earth. And I think the thing that um, touches my heart the most when it comes to women is that we we have, you know, and I'll just say this from my own experience. Um, we've been taught, I think, in, in you know, in our growing up, that you know, sex is a bad thing. You know, and I won't it's say dirty. All of us, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, how how often did we as kids growing up, and you know, I'm, you know, I'm I'm a baby boomer, so you know, back in the day, you know, sex was dirty. Or, you know, don't touch that or. You know, don't let them touch that. And, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. it's nasty. You always called, you know, they had words um, for our (laughs) genitals, you know, poom poom and chicken and and all these words that our parents would not even acknowledge that we Mm -hmm. have these parts of our bodies that each and every one of us have. And so you kind of grow up, you know, they teach you about your arms and your fingers and your eyes and your toes, and your, and they never talk about your genitals. They never talk about vagina. They never talk about penis. They don't say those words. So you're right. ever like, what? what is this thing here? And, you know, oh, don't pay attention to that. You just clean it up and keep on moving. <laughs> right. So I just think that we really got the message early on uh, that that was not an acceptable part of ourselves. And then, of course, for for women, you know, we, when we came to have our menses, 
We, people mm-hmm. couldn't be around us. You had to go somewhere else. You were not clean. You were considered dirty. And, oh, my goodness, we are just bombarded with those um, unhealthy, unnatural ways of seeing ourselves. And it just kind of right. trickles down. So we now, you know, don't look at our vaginas. We don't see them as a beautiful aspect of ourselves. You know, the only time we really pay attention is, you know, for, for some of us, you know, when you have a baby, okay, now that's, you know, now that you've had, you've gotten pregnant, you've got this baby coming out now, it's acceptable. And, you know, so it's just something that I think uh, that we've had to deal with, you know, from our past existence, um, from the things that our parents weren't taught correctly how to teach us. Um, and hopefully we're making, we're doing better um, in, this, uh, right. in today's world. And I, I mean, you have you have girls. So tell me about what your experience has been with raising your children, with, with raising your daughters. Do you? Well, you know what i I had very a very similar experience that you had growing up. Uh, and it's funny because I got my menses at the age of nine. Wow! And I didn't know what the heck it was. You know, I didn't know. I thought I. Because I was still kind of like a tomboyish little girl at that stage. I was still flipping around and and doing cartwheels and, and doing all kind of crazy, you know, what little nine-year-old girls do. And I just remember going to the bathroom one day and seeing this blood and not knowing what it was and feeling a sense of shame. I thought I had cut myself. I thought... You know, something was going wrong with my body. No one had talked to me about it. And I would stuff toilet tissue in my panties, and I would just keep it moving. And I remember one day flipping around, and I think I was flipping around in my parents' bedroom or something, and I guess my mother saw it. And she called me in the bathroom, and she told me to pull my panties down. And I was like, oh, my God, you know. And... I just remember us not having a conversation about what it was. I just remember her um, looking and seeing what was in my panties, and then the next thing you know, I remember her sending my father to the store to get the pad. So now I'm doubly ashamed because now my father knows what's going on, you know, with this bleeding. And... um, I just never remember having a conversation with anybody about it. Uh, to this day, I've never had a conversation with either my mother nor my grandmother about your menst- my menstrual and how what it meant uh, to have my body transition from prepubescent into being able to bring forth life. Like that meant that now I could bring life onto the planet and. You know, it took a long time because I have three daughters, and it took me a long time to have the conversation with my daughters freely about sex and sexuality and and, and taking care of themselves and, and talking to them about their, their menstrual, their monthly cycles. I, I, I don't think even now, uh, I know my one daughter is still very uncomfortable having sexual conversations with me. So, you know, we're, we're we're really having to stop this cycle, in my opinion, you know, with this generation of children, because they, they do see it a lot out here. You know, they have more access to images and, and hearing people talk about it because of the Internet. But the healthy conversation, you know, what does it mean that now you have a menstrual cycle? You know, what does that mean about you as a, a sexual being, as as a woman? Um, I remember watching the Cosby Show, and there was this one episode where Claire Huxtable, uh, I think Rudy, the youngest daughter, got her period, and they had this tradition in their family that. Whenever one of the daughters got their period, they would make a special day out of it and 
and have them stay home and she would make them tea and, and make them their favorite meal and they'd watch a movie together. And I just remember Rudy not wanting to do any of that initially. Like it was very weird for her. And it wasn't until she talked to her friends that she became okay with it and then she was able to do the, the ritual with her her mom. But, I, you know, I was thinking, like, gosh, why – why why haven't we been exposed to um, – it's a rite of passage, you know, in my opinion, getting your menstrual, and, and it, it's a rite of passage, and, and it, it's just not treated as such in our society. We hear words like the curse and your period, you know, whatever that means. Right. Um, so there's well, so you know, much that comes with this, yeah. Yeah, I was, I was just going to say that um, – and when you learn, you learn differently from the street. <laughs> you know, you learn yes. differently from your girls. Um, you know, from what you hear, what, you know, with your girlfriends. Because I just remember uh, when you get your period, you're a woman. You're now mm-hmm. a woman. You know, and it was the same <laughs> thing when we, you know, when we were, when we lost our virginity for the first time. Now you're a real woman. So you know, right. it. I, I just think that you know, I, and I'm really hoping, Khadija. It's been a it's been a while since I've raised children, so I'm really hoping that there are more conversations taking place. And I'm talking about real conversations. I'm not talking mm-hmm. about birds and bees. I'm talking about real sit down. Okay, tell me what you know, and let me tell you the truth about it. <laughs> conversations right. between uh, between mothers and daughters. But you know, I really want to get us. You know, talking as we start talking about. Uh, our sexuality and our just absolutely falling in love with the fact that we are as females are just so blessed and anointed because we have a special aspect. We have a special place in this world where we are the givers of life. We are the bringers forth of new life. Right. And you know, I think that women are not in touch with themselves and really seeing the greatness in ourselves, not just in that aspect, but just in our whole um, feeling, our sensuality. You know, you know, we we I, I see often on times when we we were looking and you know, women are dressed really sensually and sexually, and I think those are women that are really in tune with you know, hey, yeah. you know, I've got this. Thing you know, uh, you know, it's the it's the sway of the hips. It's all those things that make us so different, and yet make us, you know, unique in our own right as women. And when we don't honor that aspect of ourselves, I think that's when you know we kind of lose it. We start not, you know, seeing that beauty in ourselves. You know, you you mentioned earlier, you know, women that are even in relationships and are not wanting to be sexual with their mate. They're not wanting to have um, sexual relationships. So, you know, and we were talking about sexual health, and what we know, Khadija, truly is mm-hmm. that that when you have a good, healthy sex life, mm-hmm. everything is working good. Okay, so, like, mm-hmm. your heart is pumping better, you know, <laughs> you know your blood stream is flowing, you know, you 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 chat, you moving energy. You're moving energy. You're moving energy. You know, a couple of weeks ago, week before last, we had uh, Harvey L. Bailey on Reverend Harvey L. Bailey on our show, and he was talking about tantra, and you know the 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 movement of energy, the exchange of energy. Well, that's what this whole sexual experience is all about, and I think that people really don't get how much. A sexual relationship has to do with the exchange of love. I think mm. we, we we lose that, you know, um, we lose that connection. You know, this is an opportunity for you to connect with your partner, with your husband, with your wife, with your beloved. And when you're saying no to that, in my opinion, you're saying no to love. You're wow. saying no want to be touched and I don't want to touch you. How important, how vital is touch in our life? We were talking about that earlier. You know, yes. when you have that conversation, t- 
touch. I mean, my God, could you go through a whole day, 24 hours, and not be touched? And so if you have a mate, you know, you want to have that time when you're actually taking time to touch one another. Oh, my God, how beautiful that is when you're sharing that kind of love with one another. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I just, you know, and you, you, you and I both were talking about how we've been in relationships where, right. um, at least for me, I know you had a beautiful <laughs> marriage, with, and God bless you that you did that. But, but I have been in a in a marriage or two um, where, you know, there was a time when I didn't want to touch. I didn't want him touching me. I matter right. of fact, I would. Look, God, girl, I would slide in the bed, but then he'd go to sleep. I'm downstairs doing whatever, and I'm waiting to hear him snore loud. <laughs> so uh-huh. I can just slide in the bed, and that he does not wake up because I don't want to have anything to do with having sex with him. Well, what I realized, it really didn't have anything to do with me not wanting to be physically touched. It had to do with what was going on in our relationship. And I think that, you know, for the, for the most part, a lot of times when women are not feeling like they want to have sex, you know, a lot of times it could be something right. deeper than, than, you know, that, that they may, be, they may be having some other challenges going on. Because I think for the most part, we really do love touch. We really do love that pleasure of connecting, think, cuddling. Right. You know, and I think... Sometimes men men haven't been taught, oh, and I hate to say this, and please, brothers, if you're listening, this is really about education. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if men have really been taught that we don't operate in the same way. We, we really don't. It's not like stick it in and, you know, we're instantly ready to to have an orgasm. Like we have to be, we need to be caressed. We need to be held. We need to be kissed. We need to be stimulated, right? Like because our sexual organs are all inward. We don't have things on the outside. So, you know, I'm about to get a little open. I remember a couple of years ago um, I was quote-unquote celibate probably five years ago, and I had a really good friend of mine who, like, he just knew a a woman's body. Mm -hmm. And he, we were sitting in the car one day. This is grown folks' conversation we're having. (laughs) (laughs) And we were, we were, we were talking, and he, you know, he's just always been a really good friend in my life. And we were talking, and next thing I know, we're kissing. Like, he was a great kisser. And he literally was able to bring me to orgasm just with his fingers. Mm-hmm. And I had okay. never had that experience before. My sexual experience with my husband was very spiritual, by the way. It wasn't just, um, you know, we were having sex on the animalistic, uh, lower-level sex. It was very spiritual, Mm-hmm. Um, but my experience with this this friend of mine, he just knew like he he's intimately acquainted with the female anatomy, and I don't know very many men who are who like know exactly where to apply the pressure and where to put the fingers and you know what I mean like you know what and, and, and honestly I would love to be able to I would love for somebody to start a course you know give us, yes. let's have uh, um, how to get a how to get a woman around one on one you know what I'm saying right. you know, I I just it, it, I think that people forget. I'm, I'm just saying, you know, back in the day, that's what we did. When we were necking, yes. you know what I'm yes. saying? When we were in the backseat of the car, when we had to drive in. I did not go to the drive in to watch the movie. I'm sorry. I mean, right. you know, <laughs> you know, the kissing what started everything off, okay? Right. And then he was down the neck and behind the ear and down between the, you know, and then around the nipple and, you know, next thing we know, you know. It was on, but you you yes. know, and it's and 
when and he knew those pleasure centers. And I don't know what happens to guys, you know, when they get a little bit older. Do you forget? <laughs> Do you forget how it was when you were back in the day? And you know, you you did your back in them days. They called it finger popping. I don't know what they call it today. Right. But you know, what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> and you know, you the girl was getting hot and wet and juicy, and the next thing you know, it was slipping and sliding. But that is what has to happen in our relationships today. We and we have to keep it fun and exciting and. You know, act like we were back as teenagers again. We can't allow our day-to-day, you know, now we're, you know, the boss of the company or now we're, you know, mm-hmm. full-time mom or, you know, maybe we're full-time mom and we still got to go out and work to prevent us from having the most wonderful experience that I believe God created. In I mean, God just created mm-hmm. this magnificent experience. And, you know, you were talking about spiritual Sex, uh, of the sexual experience is spiritual. It mm-hmm. is the coming together of two people that can't get any closer. You can't get any closer than no. that. You know, you just really can't. I mean, you're embraced. You're 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 enfolded in each other's arms. You know, you're touching each other in so many beautiful ways. You know, and and I love I love. You know, when you can start, you know, we're talking about getting uh, the woman prepared. You know, mm-hmm. we talk about foreplay. And sometimes foreplay to a guy just means, you know, well, let me go straight to the vagina, stick my finger in, and, you know, try to. No, 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 right. <laughs> no. Right. No, that, that is not, that's not real foreplay, my brother. Uh, but, you know, one of the things that I absolutely love is massage. I mm-hmm. just think that it is the most wonderful way to uh, at least for me to start the start getting your your woman prepared, um, you know each other prepared, you know when you mm-hmm. you've got that high oh you know Janine was on the phone <laughs> was on our mm. call on Friday and she talked about them hot oils baby oh yes. what was that kind of grass so some hot oils baby <laughs> yes you know so you want to dip a little hot oil down and just allow it just to just and just rub it just allow your fingers to just just move gently and massage it into the skin and so and so talking about health and well-being as we're massaging the areas of the body we're moving energy maybe it's the stagnant energy from being at work all day or you know, mm-hmm. running around with the kids all day or whatever it is, but we're moving that energy. You're enlivening the muscles and the cells and the tissues. Oh, my goodness. And not, and not only that, it feels good, okay? Right. And, then when, and then when you go down to the feet, I don't know about you, Khadija, I'm a foot girl. Yeah. Well, Zakia, we had this is a very grown up conversation, right? So <laughs> I have to keep giving the disclaimer out, you know. I have had a man suck on my toes and I was ready to marry him after <laughs> I never knew that that could be such an erogenous zone. Yes, yes, you yes, know? yes. Girlfriend, let me I'm tell you something. Oh, I had a brother. Uh, I had my uh, my. I have a massage therapist who's just absolutely wonderful. He's also an astrologer. He told mm-hmm. me he said, he said, "Let me tell you something. All a man has to do is lay his penis on your feet, and oh he's got." Because that's where I receive my energy. He said, that's my pleasure center. That's one of, one of my pleasure centers is my feet. Mm-hmm. He said, if he just laid his penis on your feet, he got you. He said, you will mm-hmm. have an mm-hmm. orgasm after orgasm after orgasm. <laughs> and so mm-hmm. it, each of us has to know what that pleasure center is for ourselves. We have to know that. And, you know, we can learn how to find our own pleasure centers. And, sisters, I invite you to learn what your pleasure centers are. So if this, if you have a 
new man in your life, and he maybe he don't know, or he don't know. Right. Well, you know, right. some of them don't come with the, they've taken one on one. So you have to let them know what your pleasure centers are. They may know with the last woman or with the last wife, but they don't know your body. And so, right. and, the, and the other thing is, we have to be. Um, open enough to be able to say, I, I, you know, it really bothers me, and I've done this, so I, you know, I, I'm not gonna say yes. that I've done it where We've I have just laid there and just mm-hmm. let him do nothing, and just say, oh my God, I can't believe he's not even, you know, he doesn't even know it. Well, if you don't tell him, how do you know? Right. You know, we can expect that they know. Where our pleasure centers are. Well, he should know. It's my feet. Well, no, he should not. <laughs> you have to say, baby, put that thing right there. You know. <laughs> so, right. Um, yeah. So we have to we have to be in touch with our pleasure centers. We have to be really, really open and receptive to our sensuality, our sexuality. We have to be able to be happy. And be- and know that our our yonis are beautiful. Look at look at our yonis, Khadija. Honestly, you know what? I've had five children. Five. The first time that I ever looked at my yoni was years after I had my children. Wow. Because the you know when they bring the mirror like up. The first time ever in my whole life. It was probably four, three or four years after my last child was born. Five children. Because, you know, they bring the mirror. Like when you're getting ready to push, they bring the mirror. And they they ask you, like, do you want to watch? And I'm like, no. You know, like that's how disconnected I was. Mm-hmm. From my yoni, and it wasn't until this was this was probably three or four years after my youngest was born, and I just was at a stage in my life where I was wanting to discover more parts of who I was because I was I had married at eighteen, so I was a wife at eighteen. I went from high school, seventeen years old, to a wife at eighteen. Had my first baby at nineteen, and you know started having babies. A couple every couple of years after that, and I got to a place in my life where I was like, "Am I more than just wife and mother?" And not that those aren't important roles, because they are, but that you know, I just was like, "There's more to there's more to me." You know that that sex. I guess the sexual energy was was rising in a different kind of way. You know, because I remember saying to my husband all the time, "You know, I, I'm more than this. You know, I love my children. I love you, but." See me as a as a as a woman, you know. I'm a woman too, and I I don't know if I read. I think I you know what it was. I read Queen Afua's book, um, Sacred Woman, and there was a there was a chapter in there talking about your yoni and and do you talk to your yoni and have you ever looked at your yoni and it's like no, I've never done that, you know and. So I took the mirror and I got down, you know, opened my legs up and started looking and it was it was it was something else because I had never done that before. Not this is a woman who had five children vaginally. <laughs> mm. How you interesting know? is that? And you know what, Khadija, you are the only one. I'm sure mm-hmm. there are hundreds and maybe even thousands of women who have never seen their yoni and yet other people have <laughs> you know the doctor right. the boy, the boyfriend you know the girlfriend everybody else can tell you what your your vagina or your yoni looks like and you couldn't describe it if you tried you know well right. what color is it well what color is your hair people can what color you know oh no well what shape oh no Right. So really, so uh, I, I, you know, we were in um, Jamaica back in 2005, and we did a workshop. My um, beautiful sister friend and I, and one of the things that I talked about is, you know, honoring our bodies and 
you know, loving mm-hmm. ourselves, loving our beautiful bodies, all different sizes, shapes, and colors. And I said to the ladies, I said, how often do you look at your vagina? Mm-hmm. And, girl, their eyes got big, and they said, what? What is she talking about? How often it makes do you everybody con- uncomfortable. Vagina, but do you touch your vagina? Oh, my goodness. Oh, no, 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 no. And I said, sisters, come on. You let mm-hmm. your men look, touch, taste, smell, mm-hmm. everything, your vagina that you carry with you every single day since you've been on the planet, and right. they know more about it than you do. Huh? How? Mm-hmm. What, what kind of sense does that make? And so, interestingly enough, <laughs> you know, um, I could kind of see the light bulbs going off, and people were like, wow, you know, that's interesting to even think about. At the end of that session, when they when we did the evaluation for them, they said, we said, what was the uh, best part of the workshop? And just about every one of them said the vagina talk. Um, wow. I just really think it opened up something in them, and that's what we're wanting to do. We're wanting to open up the conversation. We're wanting women to be comfortable with ourselves. We want to, you know, get your mirror, put your get your mm. flashlight, whatever you got to do, right. and get your beautiful, magnificent, awesome, sweet, divine vagina, your yoni, your vulva, whatever you choose to call it. We know there's a technical name. It's the outside. It's not the vagina. It's the vulva. I just love yoni. I just love that Me word, too. yoni. Me <laughs> and so because, you know, and then we we also want to make sure that we're looking at ourselves on a regular basis, like they, you know, like they teach us how to do our breast exams, but because mm-hmm. we want to make sure that, that there's, you know, we're healthy, you know, make sure there's nothing right. going on there, you know, if, you know, uh, uh, you know, if you've got some kind of infection or something going on, you want to be able to make sure that everything there is supposed to be there. And you don't want to have to wait until you go to the gynecologist and say, well, Doc, I'm, you know, I'm feeling a little something, 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 and then he can tell you more about what you do. Well, what does it look like? Well, I don't know. Well, you know, so we... What does it smell like? Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. And, you know, speaking of that, you know, mm. uh, <laughs> sex is, opens up the awareness of all of our senses. Right. So the sexual experience gives you the... Enhances the touch, the taste, the smell. I mean, it just opens up our awareness, and 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 I just want to really hone in on the love vibration that comes from us having our connection with one another. That it heightens, it enhances our spiritual connection with one another. So, you know, if we're in relationship, I encourage us. Uh, to have uh, a sexual experiences as often as possible. That does not necessarily mean that you have to have intercourse. I'm talking about the coming together, the just, you know, holding one another, the mm-hmm. feeling. You, the know, intimacy. Just grind on you know, back in the day, we just would get, get our grind on it. We'd be, you know, that was the well, They call it hunting down south. <laughs> But, it, you know, it's all good because, and then guess what? How how wonderful do you feel afterward? I mean, mm-hmm. you know, you, men, most of the time, men roll over and go to sleep, but, but, that's that, but that's how they're physiologically made up. And so right. that's why it's so important, brothers, for you to make sure your woman is completely satisfied. That's that means that she has had, she has orgasmed out, she is she is complete, you know, that you have made sure that you have taken care of her because usually, and this is just usually, um, when a man um, has his ejaculation, he's pretty much spent for a little bit. You know, he has to get his, mm-hmm. he has to go to sleep and replenish himself. But that's just a natural thing. And so, ladies, don't get offended if your man rolls over and goes to sleep. It really is physiologically, from what I understand, and if I'm wrong, somebody please let me know. But from what I understand, physiologically, that's what happens. 
And sometimes for us, you know, we could have multiple, multiple, multiple. We might have had five, right. but we might be. <laughs> so um, we might be a little more energized. So, I, you know, but the the point is that it's a, such a wonderful and divine experience. And I just can't think of a better thing, you know, because God created it. You know, it wasn't created by man. It wasn't something that was just a haphazard thing. The spirit in the divine love uh, that created our bodies created that wonderful pleasure center. And I think, you know, I have my own spin on that because, you know, when you want to bring more, um, create more life, you got to have something that keeps you wanting to keep coming back, you know. Right. So, you know, I, I was talking with someone the other day, and I said, you know, I look in the communities, and everywhere you turn, baby, you know, a woman is pregnant, or they mm-hmm. or they pushing a baby carriage, and so you know, people having sex, <laughs> right? Clearly, <laughs> yeah, you know, clearly they're having sex. So it's just such a wonderful, wonderful thing, and. I'm hoping that, you know, people just start embracing it more. And, of course, we know that there's a time and a place for everything. So, you know, when you're in your teenage years, you know, I'm kind of, well, I I can't say that. But anyway, um, there's a time and a place for everything. (laughs) So we want, you know, when when I'm saying how wonderful and amazing this is, it really is absolutely wonderful, amazing. It's even more wonderful, amazing when you're with someone that you truly love and care for and, you know, are devoted to the two of you are just, you know, together. Today's world, uh, we have so many things to be concerned about um, as far as, you know, um, diseases and so forth. So uh, just be real safe and, mm-hmm. you know, real, real, real safe with whatever you choose to do. But once you're in, and I think most of my conversation is about, um, you know, being in a monogamous, monogamous relationship well, where you really yeah. do trust your partner and you know that you can pretty much know that, you know, that sacred union is between the two of you. This has been, believe it or not, we're at the end of the show. This, Are you kidding me? I, I'm, I'm telling you. You know why? Because when it's a, a subject that you're passionate about and it, and it's good to you, you don't even think about the time. And you have shared so much with us tonight. I have learned, and you know, I'm I'm always saying I feel like I know a lot, but what I'm really <laughs> getting from you is. Um, that it's more, right? It's more than what has been put out here. It's it's not dirty. It's not nasty. It it it, it is of God. It is spiritual, and not only that. Um, there's more to it than just the act. There's the exchange of energy. There's the 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 touching and the caressing, and you know, it's it's all of that encompassed in. Sex. It's not just wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. And we should be honored to, if we do have partners, I know that I, oof, I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> That's another subject for another show. <laughs> but it is, oh. I think it's important for women to get that you need, you need masculine energy in your life oh, in, yeah. in some yep. way, form, or fashion. Um, you sleep better, uh, your clothes fit better, you, 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 your booty looks a little firmer. I mean, there are some things that physiologically happen when you have masculine energy in your life and, you know, it's, it, you know, on a sexual level as, as well. So thank you so much, Z. I'm going to open up the lines really quick, see if anyone has any questions or comments about tonight's show, and caller from 3063, last four numbers, your line is open. Hello? Good evening. Good Can you hear evening. Me? Yes. Blessings. This is Jackie. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> I forgot I was on my house phone. I was like, I don't know that number. I was like, oh, that's me. Um, 
thank y'all for the conversation, but I had missed that part when you were talking about the being on the feet. I'm like, is he hanging that low? Hanging that low? I'm like, I'm scared of that right there. I'm like, what is that? What is it? Baby, if he was hanging that low, I'm scared up myself. Yeah, I don't think I want that. I don't think I want that. Well, let me just explain. Uh, no, it was actually we were talking about in the you know when uh, you know if you're in a massage like your your man is giving you a massage oh, and so okay. he's standing you know he may be standing or kneeling at your feet kneel uh-huh. at my feet baby kneel at baby mm-hmm. put that thing right there so no <laughs> oh, okay I'm with you now okay I was like whoa I don't know about that. But, um, you know, it's it's so important that we do have um, sexual intimacy because um, you're absolutely right. When when we are denying sex, we are denying love, we are denying ourselves of uh, the privilege of what it, what God has, has for us, you know. And, mm-hmm. no, we're not to be um, – to be uh, – Dissatisfied. I mean, I, I too, Zakia, can can recall. I, I still do it now. Where uh, no, don't touch me. I don't want. I don't want none of this right here. But I'm re, I'm I'm rejecting, and I feel like, and I'm not being rejected from him, but I am rejecting myself from being pleasured by him. Mm. And and it's all what I got made up in my head about how I feel about myself. And about where I'm at mm-hmm. now in my life, you know. So it, it it could be amongst anything, whatever the reason may be. But what I really come to learn is that I am rejecting love, and when I'm rejecting love, I'm rejecting God. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. And mm-hmm. you know what, Jack? You said something very, very important. Not only are you rejecting receiving, but you're rejecting giving. Yeah. You know, you mm-hmm. are you know, when we. Um, deny ourselves or say no, we're not opening ourselves up to giving love, Mm -hmm. to giving pleasure. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, you know, that's what the world is made of. We give and we receive. So we want, you know, what we say all the time, the more you give, the more you receive. So, you know, and it's that, and then again, it's that exchange of energy. It's an Mm -hmm. exchange of love. If we can't find, what is it that we can't find in that the human being that we wake up to every single day that is not worthy of our touch? Right. Mm-hmm. It is not worthy of our expression of love mm-hmm. and that we can give it and to receive it. Oh, my God, I just, you know, that that to me is just, it, just says it's an, it was an eye-opening thing for me when I got that and I could put my little ego aside to say, well, he didn't, you know, do the dishes tonight and I'm pissed off, whatever it is, you know. So right. he didn't take the trash out, or, you know, he didn't take me to the movies or whatever it is. It's not important. What's the most important is are you allowing this, your, you as you relating to another human being to give the love, rest of love that God is in you, through you, as you, in this way. And please, before we go, this conversation, I'm pretty sure we're going to continue over on your show. And, Z, I want you to tell people about your show that you have every Friday on Blog Talk Radio. Tell them about that before we go. Yes. Oh, thank you so much. So every Friday at 7.30 Eastern Standard Time and at 6.30 Central Time, we have Let's Talk Love. Sex and Nutrition with myself, Zakia, your sex enthusiast, and my co-host, Vani, who is your sexual wellness coach. And we are on Blog Talk Radio, Family Healing Circle. Um, You can call in and be a part of the conversation. Listen in live at 646-929-0630, 646-929-0630. And this week I am excited.
excited. You thought you were excited about me. I am so excited that we are going to have on our show Reverend Goddess Charmaine Armitas. And woo, if you don't know Reverend Goddess Charmaine, please look her up on Facebook. That sister is the bomb dot com. She is oh, she comes she combines sex and sexuality with spirituality. She says they're all in one and I'm telling you, she's a no holds barred sister, so if you're not ready to talk about dick and pussy, don't come to the call. <laughs> don't come to the show. <laughs> because Lays it out there, and it really is beautiful. It really is talking about the beautiful union of us as beings of beings of light and love, and bringing all of it together. She's going to be talking this week about spiritually transmitted disease, and we've heard of sexually transmitted disease. She's going to be bringing awareness to us about spiritually transmitted disease. So you want to listen in Friday, 730-646-929-0630. Thank you so much. Thank you. And I want to thank everyone for tuning in tonight, listening in on our conversation. This has been a very grown folks, adult conversation. And I just appreciate you, Z, for coming on. I have learned something. I've learned something that I'm going to now take back into my relationship and apply. Because there's something you talked about that that I really hadn't considered, and that is um, when you were talking about when you don't um, when you don't receive love, something you said about not receiving love and and not being able to give love. I I need to apply that more. Yeah. So Thank you so much for coming on and having this conversation. Of course, you are a sister and a friend to the show. Come back anytime, especially when you write your when your book is released. I want you to come yes. back and talk about that. <laughs> I will because you are also that. an author, you're a speaker, and you're a retreat facilitator. So we definitely have to have you come back on and talk about all those things that you are are doing. And um, I just appreciate you and I love you. Thank you. I love you more. God bless you. And you continue to do the magnificent work that you do, my sister. Be blessed. Thank you so much. And God bless to everyone. Be blessed. Namaste. And we'll see you all on Thursday for another episode of Warrior Woman Radio. Peace and blessings. My life is a good life. Ashe, Ashe, my life is good. Ashe, Ashe, my
International Choir welcoming you this morning with Arne Batson. That was our choir dancing. She's standing on solid ground.